Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Do you wonder if you have what it takes to write a book? Well, you're not alone. Lots of people who want to write books have self-doubts about writing the book. They wonder, am I smart enough? Are there other people out there who've already written a book? Does anyone want to hear my voice? Well, that's called the imposter syndrome. And I'm here to tell you that the world does need to hear your voice. They do need to hear you and you do need to overcome the imposter syndrome. And on today's episode, you'll learn how. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books that have been translated into six languages. My latest book is Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter. And no matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your book. Today, we will learn how to overcome the imposter syndrome so you can write your book in a flash. My guest is Pat Iyer. How are you, Pat? I'm doing well, Dan. Thank you. Great. Now, Pat, I know you're a very experienced book coach and developmental editor and ghostwriter as well. And you've written more than 50 books. I know you're going to correct me and say 59 or something like that. But I know you work with a lot of would-be authors. Tell me, what fears do you hear? Well, there's lots of fears that people have, especially when it comes to writing. One of them is that they don't think that they'll have enough time to do this, that it's going to take um, hours and weeks and months of dedication And in larger projects, that is true. But there are a lot of smaller writing projects that you can complete in a few hours as you plan what you're planning to write and gather your resources and then sit down to do it. And also, uh, I know from my own experience in writing, sometimes you have to give up some parts of your life in order to accomplish something that's important. Maybe that's giving up TV or giving up movies or giving up something that you would consider to be purely entertaining so that you can focus on a project that's important to you. Do you hear people talk about their fears of rejection? Yes. Uh, Is what I write going to be interesting to other people? And part of that question is rooted in knowing who your audience is, who are the people that you're trying to reach, What are their issues? What are their problems? What are their challenges? Getting feedback, doing surveys, talking to people helps you direct your content so that you are landing it for the needs of the person that you're trying to reach. What would you tell someone who feels vulnerable about telling their own personal stories? Oh, you know, that's a a big one, Dan. I know that we have heard, all of us have heard stories of people who have shared their shames, their failures. Although I eliminated that word from my vocabulary, I called it unexpected outcomes. And when they share what they went through, it makes us empathize and helps us feel less vulnerable, less exposed ourselves. It makes you real to your audience. 
you know, there are certainly things in your life that you may want to put a curtain in front of and not share all of the living details. There are business lessons, for example, if you're writing a nonfiction book that other people will read about and say, hey, you know, I didn't know that happened to Dan. I don't feel so bad because I went through the same thing. Very good. So vulnerability can actually be a positive. It can indeed. What about fear of failure? You know, there are so many books, Dan, it would break your heart if you or I both knew how many unfinished books were sitting on computers, specifically books. I talked to somebody in one of my masterminds who said, you know, I get about 80% done with a project, with a product, and I give it up. I stop. I get distracted. I never return to it. There is wisdom and life experiences and business lessons and all kinds of valuable information sitting on people's computers that that author has not felt comfortable in releasing. In fact, um, I taught a webinar yesterday and I was talking about perfectionism and I said, do you identify yourself as being a perfectionist? And the person typed in the chat, I'm a recovering perfectionist. She typed the word perfectionist wrong. She corrected her spelling, so she typed it correctly. And we all had a good laugh over that one. What do you tell people when you coach them how to get over their fear of failure? I I think it's instructive to read the quotes of very well-established authors. And you read their self-doubts, their own concerns about their capabilities. When you are putting some material out in the world, whether that's a blog or an opt-in report or a book chapter or a book or something else, you're sharing your knowledge. But it's never a once and done. You know why we have first editions followed by second editions, followed by third editions for books? Because the author has added new material, learned, grown. It's better that it's in the world and you're getting feedback than it's sitting in your possession, not going anywhere at all. Great, great advice. Let's double back to that perfectionism trap. How does perfectionism get in the way of people writing and finishing their books? I'll share a story of a woman who drove up to the top of a mountain to retrieve her husband and her stepson at a Boy Scout camp. When she got up to the top of the mountain, she sat on the patio with her husband, who was 39. He leaned over, he grabbed his chest, and he died. No possibility of saving his life. And she was thrown into widowhood. How do I write checks? Where are the bank accounts? What do I do with the investment accounts? She wrote that book 17 years ago. And two years ago, one of our colleagues said to her, you know, you really need to let that go. Oh, but it's not perfect enough. You need to get that edited. And she hired me to edit her book. And it came out and it helped launch her as a speaker, helping other people who've gone through that experience. And I thought, as I was editing this book, what about all the people she could have helped in the last 15 years? Because the book wasn't perfect enough. It was sitting in her hands. Is it better to put out a slightly imperfect book 
or to hold it back until it's perfect. Great story. Great story. Writers, some, well, some, some writers have negative self-talk. How do you coach them to get over that? I have a perfect example of that. I have a business writing circle, which is a membership program. And at our first meeting, one of the people said, you know, I ask myself, am I the right person to write about this? There are other people in my field who know more than I do. What if I write an article and I leave out one study that everybody else knows about and I don't know about it and then I'll look like a fool? So I sat back and and the other people in the group were rushing to her side, giving her support, you know, saying there are always people who know more than you and always people who know less than you. She got off that call. She wrote her first blog and sent it to me. And it was great. And I cheered her on. There was that little imposter syndrome voice that she was able to switch off and do a great job on her writing project. But she had to think through, yes, I do know what I'm talking about. And she's a, if you looked at her on the surface, you would say she's a very accomplished person. It was surprising that she had doubt. But that little voice was inside her brain questioning her. Thanks for that story. And we'll put a link to your coaching and writing circles in the show notes. Some other common concerns that people have about this are writer's block. How can people overcome their writer's block? What do you tell your clients? Oh, I, you know, I don't know, Dan, if you've ever sat in front of a blank screen and said, come on, baby, tell me what I should write. That feeling of being stalled is very frustrating. And yet I can wake up first thing in the morning and think I need to write a blog about X topic. And if I sit down in front of the computer at that moment, it flows. There are times when you write when it's just like a river that comes through you and and brings all the pieces together. I recommend that you capture those ideas whenever you get them. And you may not be able to sit down at that moment, but you could dictate into your phone, a note, I need to cover this in chapter seven. Or you may be driving down the road. I don't recommend dictating in your phone when you're driving. Let me be perfectly clear. However, you could have a notepad and you could stop at a traffic light and just jot a few words that will help you remember. I think as our brains get increasingly overcrowded, it's important to capture those ideas And also, for many people, they do journaling every day and write first thing in the morning or last thing at night what they're grateful for or what were their major accomplishments. That process of writing every day helps with writer's block because you're training your brain. When I sit down, I'm going to open up my brain and I'm going to be able to share those thoughts So I would recommend journaling as a solution, as well as capturing ideas whenever they hit you so that you don't forget them. I agree. When you sit down and start typing, even if you start typing, I don't know what to type about. I don't know what to write about. You will find that your brain will kick in and give you ideas to write about. Pat, thank you so much for being with us today. And you can find lots more videos on how to write your book in a flash on our YouTube website.
Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.